Welcome to the Guardrail Podcast, where I don't know anything about anything, but God is definitely doing something, and we're here to talk about it. I'm Rachel. And I'm Fa. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Maybe you've never left. Maybe you're watching or listening to all the episodes. Oh, boy. At once. You're getting good at this, <laughs> saying all the things. No one's going to listen to this. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, so, a little behind the scenes here. We already recorded this episode, but my microphone wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So it sucks. Round two. We got to redo it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, this episode is called... No, no spoilers. it's not called anything. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Let's get right into it because... This is a good one. Yes, it is. All right. Tell us what happened. Okay. So we've been having meetings at our house and, um, you know, like people are coming over. It's been really great. And um, one thing that multiple people have told us since starting to have like house meetings, like worship nights and different things and ministering is that now since we've stepped out in ministry that the enemy is going to like double down on us and like come and attack us and we have to be on our guard and this and that and whatever. So like naturally when someone tells me that I'm like, okay, like, well, we got to pray, you know, for sure. We got to like be fortified. And so I was praying about that and, um, well, I was just like spending time in prayer. It wasn't even specifically about that per se, but um, I started to see, um, in a vision in my mind, not in real life, um, like wolves circling my house and like circling in my yard, like stalking me. Right. And, um, I started to pray about that. And, um, God showed me just like when you're in camping outside in the woods, say if you were just, you know, campers or whatever, hikers or something, you'd have a fire and the fire would ward off like the stalking you know, predators and just like the wolves might be stalking in the darkness, they wouldn't get close because the fire is there and they're too afraid of the fire. And so that was my prayer. I was like, yeah, so like these wolves are stalking me and my family. I'm going to pray that like just a firewall is just like all over everything. There's a fire in my house. There's fire on the borders of my property. I went and woke you up. I was like, we got to pray because this is what, the, what, what God's showing me. We got to pray. Yeah, I don't want to be attacked that. by these wolves. We can't be vulnerable in any way. Yeah. Like, let's just pray. So we prayed that, like, there'd be a firewall on our property, that they wouldn't be on, would be able to step on our property, like a fire wall around our children's in their school and our cars. such heavy sleep when you Yeah, you didn't know what was going on. I was like, get up, we got to pray. <laughs> so I'm, like, praying at work, there'd be a firewall there, and, like, the enemy would just be, like, super scared of the fire in our house and, and, and you know, that they would not, we would not be vulnerable uh, to an attack of the enemy that we wouldn't be, um, you know, open for that. Right. right. Cause like the, yeah. the enemy stalks and they'll wait their turn and they wait, you know, they watch and they wait to pounce on you when you're not looking. Yeah. So I felt released from that and that was fine. And then, um, I'm like getting ready for bed. Like I prayed everything all up and I'm good. I'm like ready to go to bed. And I saw this German shepherd with a red bandana sitting on my couch with me and like I was watching TV and the dog was just sitting there um uh on the couch and and um, I was petting the dog and the dog was like licking my hand and like kind of looking at me and stuff and I could see that like this dog clearly is like a pet you know right yeah but like I was tired and I didn't like really prayed about it too much so I just like went to bed 
So the next day I woke up and I'm like, oh yeah, that dog. I wonder what that meant. So I was praying like, what does that dog mean? And um, I, in the time I saw the, like in the vision, I saw myself get up and open up the sliding glass door and the dog went out to do like what dogs do and whatever, you know, and that was it. So I was like praying. I was like, what does that dog mean? I don't understand, you know? Right. Did you think at the time you're letting the dog out to go pee or something? Mm, I don't know. No. Yeah. I don't know. I just let the dog out. Like dogs go outside. I don't know. Right. But anyway, um, so that, I think I even called my mom up and I was like, I saw this, but I don't know what it means. She's like, oh, I wonder if it's this. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. But anyway, so I'm I'm watching, I'm literally watching TV with my kids. We're watching some pumpkin carving show or whatever. Right. And I'm wa- watching with them in real life, not in a vision. And um, then I started to see in my mind another wolf like outside because our living room has a bunch of windows and you can see right outside it, like if there was an actual wolf out there you would be able to see it from where i was sitting yeah and i saw it. i saw this wolf like sitting on the rock like kind of peering at us from the window and in the vision i saw myself get up and open up the sliding glass door and that dog the same one i saw from last night went out and like ran after this wolf and just wow. like ripped this wolf up um was just like fighting it and like tearing it up, like ripping it apart, like very violently. Like, you know how like when like yeah. you see him from like, like the Discovery Channel, that's our real life wolf gizmo protecting us that's in his dreams. That's our dog sleeping, having dreams. In his dreams, he is a warrior protecting us. I can't rub them a little bit. He'll stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this, this like in Discovery Channel, like, you know how like you watch like, a wolf like or a dog or something like eat its prey and like they step oh, yeah. on it and then they like rip the meat off of the that's how what he was oh, it was yeah. really violent and i was like wow this is hardcore <laughs> and um i was like god what is this dog what is this german shepherd like what are you showing me yeah and um i'm like probing god i'm like asking different things i was like is it the holy spirit and like i was like no <laughs> yeah. like is it you <laughs> what does this dog represent and I'm like, it's not that, it's not this. I'm like, I don't know what it is. Holy Spirit, what is it? And finally, the Holy Spirit told me. And he was like, that dog is your prayers. And wow, I, <laughs> I was like, okay, the dog is my prayers. And he's like, yeah, that dog is your prayer life. It's alive and it's active and it's living. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, So I was like, that's interesting. You know, yeah. I didn't know yeah. what it meant all together, but I was like, oh, he's like tearing up that wolf out there. Is he going to like bring me home a trophy like its head or something like that it conquered that enemy, you know? And because um, that's how like dogs do sometimes like bring back bones or like bring back something like treasures, you know? Yeah. Trophies. And, cats. Like, cats do that a lot. Yeah. And then God was like, no, it's not a golden retriever. It's a German shepherd. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, OK, I guess they don't do that. Um so I'm like, okay, God, that's really cool. I don't, I don't know. I never saw a prayer like that before. But like, what does that mean, right? And so yeah. I'm, I'm getting ready for work at this time. So I'm like getting, I'm busy and I'm doing stuff. And I start to see this dog um, going to work with me. It was like in, in the passenger seat with me, riding to work with me. And God was like, this dog, it's with you. Yeah. Your prayers are with you. And like as I was going into the work in the hospital, I saw the dog with me as like almost like protection, like a guard dog. Like it's in with me in the hospital. And then I saw myself sitting on the couch and I like I was um 
I was like sad, you know, I was like depressed or whatever. And the dog was um, licking my hand yeah. and like, you know, being with me. And I was like petting it, the, like very therapeutic, you know. And right. I was like, wow, what am I seeing? And then God was like, this is what your prayers are for you. It's like when you're de- sad or depressed, like your prayers, they comfort you and they, they give you peace when you pray. And then I saw the dog like up in my girl's room uh, sitting on their floor and then I saw him like sleeping in Lily's bed and he was like, your dogs, they protect, you know, your prayers, they protect and they cover. And, um, I saw, um, like me walking in like a crosswalk area and I'm, I'm like, you know, someone's like a, a service dog would like, you know, guide you as you're walking, like your prayers, they guide you. Um, you're walking, it tells you when to stop or when to go. Like if I were blind or something, it would be like my service dog. And that's yeah. how this German shepherd was to me. And I saw a the dog. trained dog. Yeah. Like I saw the dog as like a police dog, you know, where police dogs are like highly trained and highly disciplined. They're obedient and yep. they like run drills. And I saw this dog out in my yard, like running drills and like being active and getting wow, exercise yeah. and moving. And, um, and I was like, wow, this is wild. And and God was like, yeah, like that dog is a weapon. It's a lethal weapon. Yeah. Like police dogs, you don't want to mess with them. They will tear you oh, up, yeah. you know, like they're highly trained and, and and just like, like I said, lethal. And I was like, wow, that's so crazy. And he's like, this is what your prayer life looks like. And it was like this highly trained police dog that was just like running drills and I was exercising wow. it and disciplining it and stuff. And um, so I was like, that's crazy. And then, but then God showed me, He's like, um, this, I was at this lady's house and, and like, he was like, this is what your dog looks like, but this is what other people's dogs looks like. And yeah. I go to someone's house and they have a German shepherd and it's laying on the little dog bed and it's fat and it's clearly lazy and sleeping. Yeah. And, um, like it didn't even respond when I walked in the room and she was like, oh, come here. I want to show you a trick that I trained my dog to do. And so she comes over with this little dog treat and she goes up to the dog and she's like, roll over roll over um and she's like didn't do anything (laughs) didn't even acknowledge her and she's like roll over and finally the dog like lazily like rolls over (laughs) and and, like you know eats the treat and she's all excited and she's all excited about this dog doing this like horrible trick that took her three tries to get and and god was like this is what people's prayer lives look like and like like she doesn't he said she doesn't know the potential this dog has she doesn't know that this dog has the potential to sniff out bombs in buildings to save lives she doesn't know and no wonder she's excited about a horrible trick that she barely trained this dog to do because she doesn't know what her dog can do and um yeah she's very excited with very little yeah right and and she's like and god was like these are what people's prayer dogs look like this yeah. is what people's prayer lives look like and i kept hearing that that scripture like pray without ceasing or pray continuously it's first thessalonians five seventeen. it's like pray without ceasing and i kept hearing that and i was like okay god like what are you trying to like what's the point of this why are you telling me all this like why are you showing me this dog like this like like prayer like a dog like what do you want me to know and and I kept hearing that scripture, pray without ceasing. And I was like, God, I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know what it means to pray without ceasing. Yeah. Um, like, does that mean you just, you're like, all you do is pray all the time. Like, you don't do anything else. Like, you don't speak any other words, but they're all prayer. Like, I don't get it. Like, I know I should understand it at this point of being a Christian my whole life, but I don't, you know. Yeah. And so I was like, but I, I don't know what that means, God. Like, what does that mean? 
And then God spoke to me and he was like, he's like, when you decide to become a dog owner, you've now decided to change your lifestyle. It's yeah. it's a lifestyle change now. Yep. It's a role change. Like you now you're not just a normal person. Now you are a dog owner. When you decide to adopt a puppy or buy a dog, you're now a dog owner. And he was like, it's the same with Pray Without Ceasing. It's a mindset. It's a lifestyle choice. And he was like, yeah. you're all dog owners now. And I was like, oh, yeah. He was like, Pray Without Ceasing is the same as now. It's like you're a dog owner. And when you go on vacation, you have to make provisions for your dog. Right. You can't just leave your dog alone. You have to figure out who's going to take care of your dog when you're not there and who's going to feed it. You have to walk your dog every day. You have to feed your dog every day. You have to give your dog attention. You have to love your dog and yeah. you know exercise it and play with it and um, give it treats um, and, and run drills with it and, you know, make sure it's moving and it's healthy and give it yeah. checkups, go to the doctor, like the vet with it and get it shots. Like you, it's a role that you have now. It's who you are. It's not what you do anymore. Yeah. And he said, that is what prayer without, ce- pray without ceasing is. And I was like, okay. And at this point I knew I was supposed to share this with like one of our meetings. And I was like, so, so what about it? What do you want me to tell people? And he was like, they're all dog owners now. And he said, they all own dogs and they're dog owners. Yeah. But not all of them have taken ownership of their dog. And he said, I want them to take ownership of their dogs now. Yeah. And that's what he wants me to tell people. Wow. Take ownership of that dog. Yeah. That's amazing. If you were to share that with people, mm-hmm. you should buy like a bunch of dog collars. At the dollar store and give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, but yeah, that's um that's what God showed me about prayer. I never before understood I no, thought prayer was just like I thought prayer is like you say prayer and like their words you speak and they go out into the atmosphere and they float away and you don't have to yeah. see them again. No. But like God's not showing me it's that's not what prayer is. It is yeah always alive and always active and has the potential for really amazing things. Yeah. Um, things in the kingdom of God are alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything's yeah, alive. Everything's alive. Every word you speak can come to life and, you know, have a purpose and do something negative or positive. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like things are, you speak things out, it feeds, you know, either good or bad. Like you, you can sp- speak things out and it's going to feed your prayer dog. You know what I mean? You pray and your prayers are feeding that dog. And then that dog is watching you 24-7. You know yeah. I mean? Like he, because if you think about it, like if you're sleeping, uh, the enemy could quote unquote attack you or whatever, but you can't, they can't now because, you know, you have a prayer dog, your dog is just watching over you and God's watching over you and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like we have like God's always doing warfare. Like there's always warfare going on yeah. in the atmosphere and stuff. But, um, yeah, like, and it's it's so crazy because I was praying months later. Um, now at this point, because this has been a while since He showed me this, but I was praying and um, I was laying down because I felt God's presence, and I was just yeah. kind of like sitting in it, and I saw these puppies like a bunch of different kind of puppies coming up to me and like licking my face and like just going wild like puppies do. Um, you know, like 
super happy to see me wagging their tails, like yeah. jumping on me, like puppies do. And they're all different kinds of puppies. And I was like, Jesus, what are these puppies? And I saw Jesus like playing with the puppies too. Yeah. And um, I was like, what do these puppies represent? And and he was like, these are your fruits. And I was like, the fruits? Okay. I'm like, what the fruits of what? Like, And he was like, the, the fruits of your prayers. And... Then I was like, the fruits of my prayers. I'm like, wow. Well, okay. But like, they're not German Shepherd puppies, though. So I was like, what are they? Who are they? Like, what is my prayer dog mating with that they're producing these different kinds of puppies, these mixed puppies? And, um, and God told me, he was like, your prayers are breeding with my will and they produce fruit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what those puppies are. And I'm I'm convinced now that God is a dog lover. Because, <laughs> like, I'm not a dog lover. Like, it's not like he's showing me things, these things because I'm, like, I love dogs and, like, you know, yeah. I'm a dog mom. Like, I would never call myself that. Um, I have a dog and I do love him. Um, but he's no – I'm not, like, obsessed with him or anything. There's not, like – I don't have any um, – I love my Shih Tzu – uh, stickers bumper stickers on yeah. my car that's not me that <laughs> will never be me like, let's get those <laughs> yeah that's not me but so um cute. so anyway that is what god's been showing me about prayer and it's been pretty wild that's amazing when i heard this it blew my mind because it makes so much sense uh one time i remember chris Valentin saying that he had like a vision and in this vision, you had words in the kingdom of God or whatever. You spoke word, words, and you could go up to the word and look at it from different ways and almost like a car, mm-hmm. like you can open the hood, you can look, check the tires and stuff like that and stuff like that. And it's like, it's, it's, it's very interesting because... In the kingdom of God, things are alive. Your prayers are alive. Yeah. So that's amazing to think about. Uh, another thing that's amazing is you said before that the way that, you know, visions work or whatever, God will speak to your heart, mm-hmm. right? God talks to you. He talks to your heart. And then your heart will try and translate that to your head. So when God shows you something, there could be like a, it could be like a process for you to understand things because your heart speaks a different language than yeah. your head. You know what I mean? So it gets like, like a little complicated, uh, but you know, he can give you a vision of something and it takes you a while to figure it out and you will interpret those things based on your own language right you you base it on your experiences and things yeah so when i said that chris valton saw like you know a word as almost like a car or whatever like you know you can look in the hood under the hood or whatever he's like a car person he had like you know gas stations and car stores or whatever so he related to the word of god in that way and that's how you've been relating to things right god tells you something um and then you know your heart tells your head and then your head is trying to make sense of it because it's different language or whatever things are being translated 
Well, that's what like Jesus told me that. And I was, cause I was asking him, I was like, how comes like, this feels like I'm like interjecting my thoughts into what you're telling or what I'm feeling right, from yeah. you. And I was like, it feels like I'm making stuff up. Like I'm, yeah, cause I have to work at it. It's almost like I have to like let my mind think it. And so I'm yeah. thinking it's, I'm engaged with this. And I was like, it feels like I'm just making stuff up. Yeah. And, and he was like, no, he was like, your heart, you don't speak the same language as me. And he's like, I'm speaking to your heart. And he said, it's a hundred percent me, but it's also you because right. you have to translate it for your mind. And he's like, with translations, they're never a hundred percent accurate because yeah. the, we don't speak the same language. And when your mind is trans, like your heart is trying to translate for your mind, the language that we're speaking um, you have to put effort into that. That's an effort that you make on your own so that you're coming up with, with your translation of it. And he said, no translation is hundred percent accurate. But he said though, with practice, you become more fluent in yeah. translating and you'll speak the language more fluently and you'll translate more and more and you'll become better at it and you'll become more accurate. And he said, yeah, like no wonder you feel like that is because it is a part of you and you are a part of it. You have to translate it. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, you can think of it as, you know, God's infinite. You know, uh, we probably don't have words for a lot of things that, you know, God will tell us about or whatever. Because he's infinite. There's, I mean, even like if you think scientifically, there's a lot of things we can't explain or whatever. Uh, there's a lot of vocabulary that we don't have. To explain yeah. a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like, we think ourse of ourselves as, like, very advanced and stuff. But, like, you compare us to God. We're so primitive. It's yeah. insane. You know what I mean? Right. So that was something that you said that was re that really blew my mind, too. Because this is the whole reason why I explained this story. It's uh, a while back. I was, you know, praying or whatever. And God showed me like in my grandma's farm and there was a well and we we're standing by the well and he told me that the well was our relationship. Um, and, and then he was like, I want you to name that well. And then I say, it's funny because when this was happening, this happened so fast. You know, he said, name that well. And immediately I said, Golgotha, like, which means place of skull, which mm. means like it's a dead well. Yeah. I was like, well, well, our relationship is dead. And then it's funny because every time I talk about this, it it is like I'm trying to translate thing, mm -hmm. something, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the more I talk about it, like the more I understand it and the more I look at it different ways, you know what I mean? Like it's so complex. It's so like 3D. It's not just like something that, you read and explain it as in text or whatever. There's a lot of interpretation that goes along with it. So God's telling me, you know, that he wants to start a new relationship. And after that, every time I went and I prayed, it was difficult for me to pray because I couldn't feel the presence of God. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, our relationship definitely changed because I'm not feeling the presence of God. And I, it, it went on for like two or three weeks this way. And it got to the point where 
Because my relationship with God is like my prayer time was I, I would put music on, um, headphones on, and when I would feel the presence of God heavy in the room, like I cry really hard. And that's something that I really like mm-hmm. because like I don't, like I'm not, I don't cry. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's something that's like, it, it's like it washes over you when you cry. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's so good. And I want to. I wanted that to keep happening. It's like, I want this to keep happening. And then I realize now that God's like, no, you know, our relationship has changed. It's going to be new. Yeah. And it wasn't until, like, I talked to you in a hot tub that, you know, it got, I got to a point where I was like, I don't, I'm not feeling the presence of God. And every day you're telling me things like, oh, you know, God's showing me this and that. And I was like, God's not showing me anything. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, and it was it was so hard. And and the thing, the funny thing is, is that I, whenever I was praying, God would show me digging a well, and it was hard to dig that well. And it was like I'm, so that's why I kind of like uh, put up with it. It's like I'm putting up with this prayer time, not feeling God's presence because I'm seeing myself dig a well. You know what I mean? But that's all that was happening. Yeah. And I would see, like, myself inside this well, and one day I would see water on my ankles and then my knees or whatever and then up to, like, my chest. But I did get to a point where I was like, I'm like, I'm tired of this, and that's when I started talking to you about it. And then you started telling me that, you know, what a, what God was actually telling you this, right, that I, when I was, I'm, I'm coming into God's presence. I'm waiting until God's presence comes down, you know, whatever, and I feel it really hard, and then, and then I will stop praying. So it was like a selfish thing. Like I wanted to feel God's presence, and then once it did happen, like that was over for me. You know, what I, mean? like I had a good prayer time, and I was like, going my way. And then God's like, I want more. Yeah, with this relationship. And talking to you in the hot tub really opened my eyes. And I was like, oh, you know, that's what I'm doing wrong. Like, next time I pray, I'm going to do it different. Because I've been praying this time for tw- this way for 20 years. Yeah. And God's like, no, no, no. We need more. Right. Yeah. It's like, you're talking to me, but I'm not talking to you type of deal. You know what I mean? Right. You're coming into this time, this intimate time with God looking after what you can gain yeah. from it. Yeah. And like that's just not a healthy way to have any kind of relationship. If you're married, you're not engaging with your spouse in an intimate way to to satisfy yourself. Yeah. You want to give and you want to bless in that time. And like that's the same with God. Like what can you bring God instead yeah. of just taking, you know? Yeah. Like there has to it's there's a little bit of both. I mean like he when you when you try to bless him and give to him, he also blesses you in return. So it's not like you're never not going to get, you know, true something back in that. Cause that's what a healthy relationship's like. You look after each other's needs. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, after we had that talk and after I realized what I was doing wrong, I was just, I didn't put headphones on anymore. I put music on really, low just so you know i don't know it helps a little bit yeah 
but I start praying again, and immediately I start seeing things. You know what I mean? Like God starts showing me things. Um, it got different. My prayer time with God got different, and then the next day I'm seeing more, and then the next day I'm seeing more. So maybe I'll share those things when um, I have like a full picture of what's happening. Yeah. Uh, but he completely changed like my relationship with God because it used to be I'll be praying for, for like an hour an hour and a half I'm listening to music I'm worshiping I'm feeling God's presence and then I'd see it like a little bit of things but now it's just like it's 90% of the time I'm seeing things you know what I mean like I'm, hmm. really like yeah I'm just you don't tell me anything <laughs> well 90% yeah well but it's like I'm not seeing a lot of things I just see things and mm -hmm. it's like I can't get away from it you know what I mean like I'm seeing something and I can't get away from it because uh, it's funny because my flash wants to go back to the old you know mm, that's familiar yeah yeah but God's just like no here 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 look here you know what I mean <laughs> yeah um there was something else I wanted to say about that I don't remember now. But, it, oh, right. So, it's funny because I can edit this out later. But I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, today, when I went out to get Chinese food, I put on worship music in, in the car. And then immediately, I felt God's presence just really, really strong in the car. Whereas mm -hmm. before, it would take me a while to get there. But this is, you know, granted this has happened before, like you just feel God's presence, but I felt it right away. Hmm. But you know what I mean? But now I'm, I felt it, but I, I knew it wasn't something that I, sh that I was going to do all the time. You know what I mean? Like I felt God's presence. It felt good like f before, but now I know that is, that's not all, you know what I mean? Because God still wants that, you know, let's talk type of deal yeah so that just adds to it because you know what i mean like i thought god would take that away from me but no he just added to it because mm -hmm. she's just trying to teach you something else which is really cool and it's what a relationship should be like yeah definitely yeah no it's pretty wild also the things you see like you keep seeing the certain things or whatever i hope that you're asking I am. I am. Um, I am asking God things. Um, the other day, what happened is like I'm praying, and God straight up talks, tells me that um, both God and the enemy speak. Mm -hmm. But, you know, people's default. It's to listen to the enemy, which is weird. Yeah. And the enemy has this voice, which is like a voice that's trying to protect you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's He's not always accusing you and saying bad things about you. It's like he'll act like a voice that's trying to protect you from bad like theology or, you know, He'll say, this is heresy to listen to this. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, he'll, he'll lie to you about something God's trying to do to you. So that way, you're, like, protected and safe. 
But that's just a lie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's just lying to you. Because God will tell you something, and then the enemy will be like, oh, is that really God that just told you this? You know? Mm-hmm. Or like you're at a church service, God spoke to you, and then the enemy, as soon as you step out, the enemy's like, well, be careful. You know, was that really God right. talking to you? You know what I mean? Yeah. So he has this way of looking like he's on your side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When God is just like trying to talk to you or whatever. So if this podcast teaches or anything, just, just you know, go in your room, pray, whatever you do. Ask God to talk to you and listen to it and engage with it. You know what I mean? Like don't be listening to the voice that says, oh, that's not God. Be yeah. careful. You know what I mean? Like, that's not how things work. Right. That's yeah. not in the Bible and this yeah. and that. Like, there's a lot of little things that the devil will tell you. Yeah. To it's, try and disengage you from listening to God. It's true because, I mean, your flesh automatically tunes in to the voice of the enemy. Like, yeah. It's, it's geared towards it. You know, it's natured towards that. So it's easy to listen to that voice because you are already engaged. Um, if you're living... Um, if your flesh is alive and well, <laughs> yeah, she's not saying that it is, but if it is, then you are definitely more prone to be listening to, um, the voice that commands it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, does that make any sense? It does. And you have to think about back to the garden too, cause Adam and Eve had no sin. Still the devil talked to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like true. before they sin, the mm. devil was there to talk to them. Yeah. It was just a matter of them listening to him mm-hmm. that, you know, kind of screwed things up for everybody. Yeah. But even if you think about it, even even as a perfect being like they were, the devil still had access to you. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it reminds me of this cartoonish, uh, this cartoon that. I don't know, maybe it's Tom and Jerry, where there's like a little angel on one shoulder and a devil on the other, mm-hmm. and they're both yeah. talking. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was funny the other day. It wasn't, it wasn't funny. It was just like, I started praying, and God's like, you know, the devil talks to you, and I talk to you, and it's like, you, you get to choose who you listen to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So over here, we're trying to... Tune into God's voice. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Just <laughs> trying to listen to Jesus. And, and it's <laughs> and it's weird because, like, there were times in this process that we're going through right now that I've thought about, like, oh, is this God or is this the devil? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. which is weird to think about, and it's weird to trust. That you are listening from God and not be afraid that you're listening to the devil. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to, I want to know his voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that way I'm not worried about that. Yeah. I guess the only way in my mind that you would worry about that is like, if you, if you sin and then you no longer listen to God or, you know, you do something really bad and then God's like, because I think of, like, these ministers who, like, have affairs and stuff, and they oh, keep yeah. going in their ministry and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that works. I don't know what happens there. It's weird. Yeah. But, but 
I think as long as we have that clear conscience that you know you're not being an awful person, you it's can... it's funny about that because you worry about the enemy listening to the enemy and like not God. I worry about is it me? Like, am I coming up with this stuff? Oh, like... those two things for me. I don't want to say they're the same because I'm not the enemy. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? You're not. But, you know, you either listen to God or you don't. But, I, well, before you interrupt me, though, but so, like, but here's the thing, and this is where it becomes interesting, is that, like, so for me, my tendency, or at least it was, was to be like, I'm wrong. Like, there's something wrong with me. Like, why am I thinking like that? Or yeah. like, whatever. When really, it's just the accuser. Right. Trying to make me think it's me. So it's all the enemy anyway, but it's just my awareness of it. And like my awareness now is actually pretty heightened. Like yeah. the other day, like the enemy was coming at me, accusing me of some kind of like nonsense, like total, like where did it even come from? You know? Yeah. Um, maybe in the past I would have like, oh my God, like there's something wrong with me. You know? You now agree it's with like. It. Yeah, now I'm like, that's just such nonsense. Like, it's very blatantly an accusation from yeah. the pits of hell. Like, that's not me at all, you know? It's funny you say that because I am starting to recognize that. Like, I'll be, I don't know, doing something and then something out of nowhere, like, tries to get you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. right. Whereas before, you'd be like, oh, right, I am a piece of crap. Or this <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so funny. That's so funny. I, the more I listen to God, the more I recognize when it's not God. Yeah. But also the thing that I said just a minute ago that you said, you know, like sometimes you'd be praying and you're hearing from God and your heart's doing that work of translating so your mind can understand or your mind is doing the work of translating. doesn't matter. Um, Every now and again, you would hear something from God that's so crazy, and you're like, "I know that's how I, I know that's God because I never thought of that." Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's funny because, like, sometimes you hear something and your heart comes alive. Mm -hmm. You ever had that? Yeah. Um, like God's telling you something, and all of a sudden, it's it's not just a conversation where you know, you're using your brain to interpret somebody, but your your heart's in it too. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like it's like when you fall in love, it's not just like you're talking to somebody, but then all of a sudden your heart beats different. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, oh, right. The enemy doesn't make you feel that way. You know what well, I mean? Like yeah, that's right. That's what Jesus told me too. He was like, nobody can replicate my touch. Oh. Oh, yeah, there's so nobody good. else that can replicate that. When I touch your heart, no, you can't find that anywhere else yeah, on this earth. That's so good. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> you, know, you know that like conference I went to the other day. Um, I was praying for some people. Conference. Yeah, with the. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. a couple weeks yeah, ago yeah, that yeah. I was out that Saturday <laughs> all day. Um, I was praying for some people, and I had the like vision of god touching their heart and like massaging yeah. their heart and like he was making their heart beat yeah you know what i mean yeah and i was like oh yeah it's like there's nobody else does that you know right. what i mean like nobody else touches your heart like that yes and there's also a passage in the bible where this is after uh jesus is crucified or whatever 
And then some disciples are walking back home. And then Jesus shows up mm-hmm. like on their walk. Mm-hmm. And Jesus will talk to them. They don't recognize this Jesus because, of course, Jesus had just died. Yeah. And one of these guys that Jesus is talking to is like one of their relatives or whatever. Yeah. One of his relatives. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's only after Jesus goes away that they realize it's Jesus because uh, he says, uh, weren't our hearts on fire when he was talking to us? Like, you know, mm, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like, and it's it's funny, too, because at the moment, sometimes you don't realize, like, someone's talking to you and your heart's just, like, super happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Trying mm-hmm. to tell you, it's like, this is it. This is it. Yeah. So that's amazing. You know what I think, too? Like, sometimes this is unrelated, but sometimes, like, in the Bible, like, if you read the Gospels a lot, God clearly lays out to his disciples, it's like, hey, I'm going to be killed, and I'll come back. But it seems like they don't understand it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I do think that the Holy Spirit is the thing that they're missing. Mm. Because when the Holy Spirit came in the day of Pentecost, everything they had been taught, they understood. Mm. You know what I mean? Because right. the Holy Spirit was there at the time. Too. Yeah. So they're, they're empowered. They're there teaching. They never, like, there's, you could read from there on out, there's never a point where they're, like, struggling with things that Jesus said. They just know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I do think that when God was, de- when Jesus was down here, he hid things from them. You know what I mean? Like, they weren't supposed to know. Mm-hmm. Some people didn't know. Like, some people, um, the Holy Spirit would just let those people know. You know what I mean? When, like, Peter said, oh, you're on the Christ. And then he was like, yeah, you know, you're blessed for knowing that because, you know, yeah. my father allowed you to or whatever. Right, right. So I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, a lot of people was like, oh, the disciples are so dumb. I don't think they were dumb. I think they were meant not to know mm-hmm. until they were meant to know. You right. know what I mean? This is kind of like our walk right now. Like, we're, feels like before we weren't meant to know some things and now mm-hmm. we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what people should pray for. It's like they want, they need to pray that they're ready for things and they need to pray that they're ready to hear and see God and like just, just have visions, have intimate time with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's legit. It is legitness. Um, Legit. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Yeah. This is the second time we record this episode. Yes. Second time is not as good as the first time. I don't know. It's all the same. I'm tired now. I'm tired too. It's a lot of um, talking. Yeah. Um we'll but, see you. We'll see yeah, you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>